2: It is Sunday once again on the Chairshot.com, which means Sunday edition of Chairshot Radio NHL coverage coming to you from two members of the Bandwagon. That's right. Hi, I'm Patrick O'Dowd, my co-host of the Bandwagon Nerds and Chairshot Radio. David Ungar with me as well here on this Memorial Day Sunday. How are you doing? mr dave well considering
3: that our prognostications as to the fate of our teams was spot on
2: last week doing okay just shows we know our stuff man X. we just know our stuff exactly like we knew what we we're talking about and so if you listen to us over here on chair shot radio you're gonna get accurate hockey predictions and i think we should be thanked for being so down on our hockey teams
3: I think you're right. Right. I I do think Mr. One PC Tunney does deserve a shout out for picking the Islanders over the Penguins,
2: which I know we're going to talk about, but he, he called it. He did. Um, Good for him. I wasn't here to call it. So, but uh, yeah, so we are in the thick of playoff hockey. We are moving well into the second round, but before we get to all that, uh, just a quick reminder. You are listening to ChairShot Radio here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Welcome in, as always, on Sunday. We are going to dive right into hockey. We got, a, got one first-round series, I do believe, still undecided. We had the next-to-last first-round series decided on Friday in a Game 7 that was a little, I mean, Game seven's always exciting, but let's be real, a little anticlimactic. All that for a drop of blood. I mean, it, it, was,
3: uh, it was a fun game for about a period and a half, and then Vegas right. just kind of took over, because Minnesota was hanging yeah. around, but uh, who's the guy, one of the guys picked a hell of a time to get his first career hat trick in a Game 7? Oh, That's, yeah, Janmark. Yeah, Janmark, uh, that. So he played really... I, you know, watching that game, uh, you could definitely tell that Vegas, they had a step on them. Getting Pacioretty back was a big boost to Las Vegas because he, oh, I think came in and got scored, scored a goal.
2: So. Yeah, scored the so anyway, goal. So we've, anyway, we've gotten into the podcast. We've gotten past the formalities, everyone. We are going to talk about, we're obviously talking about the Game 7 from the West on Friday between Minnesota and the Las Vegas Knights uh, that like Dave said, period and a half of intrigue followed by just kind of a blowout. And you can just see that they killed the will of the wild. Like, and that's, and that's one of the things that I I find really impressive in sports is that when a team's will is killed, like they just, you, you just, you feel it. It's palpable. And you saw that out of Minnesota.
3: Yeah, they had, I mean, there were a few moments there where they were down by, Um, I guess I guess in the third period, it was four to two and they had some extended zone time and Fleury just shut everything down. And and at that point, you're just like, they're done. That was, that was their best chance. I mean, when you're down by two in the third period, you need a few breaks. You need stuff to go your way. That was Minnesota's best shot. uh, And they couldn't do it. I I mean, I did, I did love Zach Parise's goal that tied the game up that deflection through his legs. That was pretty, but yeah, Vegas is the better team. This one shouldn't have gone seven. Um, so hats off to the wild for really pushing the Knights to their limit, but the right. Knights are now just starting to get fully healthy. And, and I think you saw what they were capable of last night. We'll talk about their series with the Colorado. I know we're going to discuss that, but, but yeah, congrats to Vegas. I mean, there's no California teams left. Washington's done go Knights at this point.
2: Oh, you're such a bandwagoner. Oh my gosh. I don't know where I get that from. I have no idea. So let's let's go to the one series still in doubt over in Canada. Uh Toronto fails to finish the job, finish the series off, goes down to the Canadians. We have game six coming up. Who you got?
3: Um I think I think the Leafs close it out. And for their sake they better because this is a franchise. These are two franchises who have different sorts of history in game sevens with similar circumstances. Toronto's got a history of blowing it in game seven in this situation. Montreal has come back from 3-1 down to beat a much better team. I witnessed it firsthand in 2010. Uh, This is all about Carey Price right now. If Carey Price can steal another game for Montreal and put that back in a game seven scenario... I would probably say I like the Canadians' chances there because they'll be in Montreal's head, but I, I think, I think that I you mean, in it, oh yeah, Toronto's head. Sorry, uh, but I think this is clear from. <laughs> yeah sorry sorry Canadian fans but I think this is another one where as we've watched this like last week we we talked and it was right after Montreal took game one and Tavares had got injured and Toronto really you talk about another team asserting their will and they did for three games and then it kind of got away from them but even then I say it got away from them but Montreal was up three nothing Toronto came back forced overtime and then a, a bad pass leads to a two on none in overtime and that's it, Montreal wins. So I, I think Toronto closes them out tonight and moves on to take on Winnipeg. Um if they don't then I would probably flip and say Montreal takes this thing.
2: I mean anything can happen in a game seven home ice for what it's worth up in Canada would still be with the Leafs. So they would at least have that, I guess, even though there's no crowd to really back them. Um uh, you know who's loving this right now, though, is is the Winnipeg Jets, right? Like series sweep, they're going to be rested. Whoever comes out of that series, danger, because Winnipeg looked really good. They looked like a kind of a different team than what we saw all season in their four game sweep that that nobody saw coming. No, and I, I think and forced and forced a resignation from one Wayne Gretzky. Yeah.
3: I mean that's as emphatic as it gets. That game three comeback where Edmonton jumped all over them and it was like four to yep. one, and Winnipeg came back and won it. And you knew Edmonton wasn't going to win game four after that. Uh, so right. I yeah I, I didn't see Winnipeg being that dominant, but I have to agree with you. Whoever comes out of this, Toronto or Montreal. I mean, if it's Mar- Montreal, you might get another sweep. Toronto, if it's Toronto, they can they can hang with Winnipeg, but I'd have to give the Jets the edge just because they're they're rested they're confident rested
2: and they're flying and they're high superstar. they're not down their superstar and that is going to I, I think it, I think you see that still I don't really think it's it's reared its head yet for the leaves where they've been like man we really missed it like you talked about it like leaves were down three to nothing and they made a comeback where where if you flip it, Right, say Toronto's the team that's up three to nothing, Montreal makes the comeback, then you're like, man, you really could use a Tavares right now. And, and so it hasn't really hit the, hit that point yet. I think that we'll uh we'll get to see. But Winnipeg's gotta be thrilled. Gotta be thrilled that they are kind of sitting pretty with a little they're gonna be rested, like you said, and, and they're gonna be ready to go. The only concern could be you know are you you know is how much is too much you know what i mean like how long of a layoff is too long of a layoff because you know the way this works if this goes game seven then basically they'll get the the winning team out of that that um toronto montreal series they'll get a day off and then they'll start they'll start to round two uh so we already talked about the west and we already talked about you know vegas closing out minnesota why don't we in Game Seven? So why don't we just go ahead and do our look ahead to Round Two um, for the West, and that being the Vegas Colorado series. Again, you want to talk about a team that's happy, a team that clearly didn't have to work too hard to win their series. They're 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 feeling great right now in the, in the Colorado Avalanche. I. You know, I think we both agree that Vegas can give them a game. I, I don't know. I think it goes six. I think it's Colorado and six. Yep. That's my that's my prediction. Right. I think there's just too much firepower and too much speed.
3: I agree. I, I agree completely. That's what I was thinking. Colorado and six, maybe five. To be honest with you, I mean uh, Vegas might I get a game. I think,
2: I think Vegas. I think Vegas is good enough to win two on home ice with a full stadium because they will have that.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and you could see the impact of of that crowd last night and and it's a big deal i mean this year we we've said i mean well we haven't said on this because we weren't doing this when (laughs) pre-pandemic but you know i think the the big the big crowds the 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 actual having a crowd does create a bigger home ice advantage than we've seen in previous years because of what happened last year vegas fed off that yeah i think but getting back to your point um colorado's just got too many weapons too much firepower now they can Vegas's best chance is to really press Colorado because if the Avalanche have a weakness, it's their defense, and their defense can be had. Right. And the Blues didn't have enough forward pressure to really do that to them, and they couldn't sustain anything. Vegas can. And if Vegas can jump on top, maybe steal a game in Colorado, uh then you got a series. But I think Colorado learned a lot from last year. And what Dallas did to them, and Dallas exploited their defense really effectively. So Colorado's learned a lot. I think Colorado's is too good for anybody, let alone the Vegas Golden Knights right now. So I, I agree with you, Colorado and six. Um, going back to like I just wanted to briefly like you talked about John Tavares and and you know where Toronto will miss him is if this goes Game Seven with Montreal because he oh, is same, their yeah. he's their captain, and and that's right. a big when you're missing your captain that's a big deal so um but i mean that that's neither here nor there winnipeg's sitting pretty i i i, I agree with you colorado over vegas in 6 That's going to be a fun that should be the conference finals but it's not it's the divisional nope. finals and well it's,
2: it's just it's just the way the playoffs worked out you right like the way that they're doing it this year uh you, you can't really there's not much you can do about it. so we'll we'll roll with what we got so yeah Kind of doing a rapid fire little chair shot radio today, because we're going to preview the rest of the second round those series. First, uh, first game of the second round series is tonight. Puck's going to drop. We're going to cover that at, at commercial break. Uh, after the commercial break, when we come back, we're going to do round two uh, of the East and the Central, and yeah, be a quick edition of the NHL chair shot radio if that's okay with you dave
3: hey man no one says that we had to reinvent the magna carta on this show so we'll get it true we can get it it's a holiday weekend people have got stuff to do i mean yeah
2: yeah i I hear you except for us because we're going to record two hours of bandwagon nerds tomorrow slash <laughs> go Marvel today.
3: go Marvel heroes there you go oh no yeah go it's Marvel. Marvel heroes That's right.
2: anyway yeah so we'll take our quick commercial break before we go to the recorded commercials it is my job to remind you that if you like what we do over here at the chairshot.com and in the Chairshot radio network head on over to pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot and invest in a chairshot.com t-shirt we have a myriad of options available to you everything from original chair shot logos to the various phrases and sayings that have made our show so popular Popular, like hashtag uh, hashtag save tag team wrestling hashtag journalism Jesus did the job and his dad was the promoter to even some of our shows like bandwagon nerds and a winner is you every little bit helps we love giving you quality content and you can be a part of our family by contributing to prowrestlingtease.com forward, ch- forward slash the chair shot easy for me to say Get your shirt in either a standard 19.99 regular T-shirt, or spend a few dollars more and get it soft style. Always use your head. Thank you in advance for your contributions. When we come back, the other half of the second round preview coming to you from Dave and I on Chairshot Radio. PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for
1: only five ninety nine per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot.
4: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
2: Hey, Dave, guess what? What's that? I finally figured out how to operate the soundbite board without overplaying stuff and like bleeding into other commercials. Look at me!
3: <laughs> You're, the a... You're the man. You're the man, and you've you've graduated. Awesome.
2: I know I can do rudimentary podcasting work. Hooray! <laughs> awesome. Okay, fantastic. So the first round two playoff game is also tonight, eight p.m. Eastern time. We're actually gonna have two games running basically simultaneously cuz Toronto Montreal the puck drops 7:30 p.m. eastern uh for them uh on sat- uh, Saturday night New York and Boston drop at 8. So you could watch games on, on multiple screens this is going to be on NBC big time primetime spot it's the game of the night. First of all I know I know how you felt about Boston and Washington going in so i don't need that series but thoughts on the islanders kind of pulling off what i would argue was an upset and advancing like i didn't call it uh what do you think about the islanders and are you feeling them enough to take them over an aging boston bruins team
3: well okay so first first thing (laughs) the uh, the the islanders beating pittsburgh uh, did catch me by surprise but there are a lot of similarities between these two teams and the two series that they played, and and you saw, you say an aging Boston team, maybe, but not aging as fast as the Capitals were, and you can say the same for Pittsburgh. And the Islanders exploited that as we got deeper in the series. Pittsburgh couldn't keep up with them, and and both of those series, you had major fuck ups by goaltenders in double overtime that turned those both those series around. So. Both teams exploited that. Both teams exploited uh, the teams that they were going up against who just kind of aged overnight. Neither the Caps or the Penguins were particularly healthy. You, you got to tip your hat to Boston and the Islanders for taking advantage of that. Uh, I thought, you know, the Islanders just, just... It's another... It's it's the theme of this episode at Cherishot Radio. Asserting your will. After Game 3, the Islanders really asserted their will. And Pittsburgh could not pull away from them. I mean, every time Pittsburgh would score, the Islanders would come right back and score. So there was no separation. Pittsburgh couldn't like they did in the first in game one and three where they got the lead and they just held it and put their you know foot on the throat of the Islanders and wouldn't let them out. They couldn't do that anymore. And a lot of that is coaching. Barry Trotz, who I have an unbelievable amount of respect for, obviously he brought us our only cup and we haven't won a fucking playoff series since then. So that tells you all I need to know about Barry Trotz. But um, I I thought when Tony and I talked about it, I know he picked the Islanders. This was the one-four matchup that I thought had the best shot for an upset, that in Nashville and Carolina. And, And it came to pass. The Islanders, they had a hell of a run last year. They underachieved in the regular season. But you look at what they did in the playoffs. That is a complete team. There are no glaring weaknesses. And they just were the better team than Pittsburgh. They were the better team than them Two years ago and they were the better team this year so surprising a little bit because i thought i mean yeah pittsburgh overachieved greatly this year and 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 but when you come right down to it in a series like that the younger stronger quicker team won um as for your second question can they beat an aging boston team i don't think so i think boston takes this in seven i think uh tyler hall or taylor hall is it taylor hall or tyler hall is um, uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking. I, the he was a, a tremendous pickup for Boston at the trade deadline. I wish the Caps had gotten him instead of the shit they pulled with Anthony Mantha, who just kind of didn't do much in that series. Uh, he's a difference maker. You look at uh, Tuka Rask against um, who's got I forget who the Islanders have in goal right now, but um, I, I give Rask who just shut down Washington, abs- especially Game Five where the Caps just dominated shots on goal. Rass said, no, not today. I just, I think Boston has enough weapons that they can, they can skate with the Islanders and they can keep up with them. And they've got the goaltending that would really neutralize a lot of what the Islanders do. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. Boston's got that experience. They've got that pedigree. The Islanders really don't. And I mean, a lot of people on the, on the Bruins remember that Stanley cup from 2011 and we're around in some respect for that. Maybe not all of them, but uh, I, I, so I'm taking Boston in seven. This one's going to be a hell of a series. A lot of fun. It's going to be very different than the other one we're going to talk about, but I got the Bruins in seven on this one.
2: Yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's a good pick. I think it is going to be a good series. too Rask for me is the, is the difference when it comes out to it. And, and goaltending tends to win out in, in playoff series. Uh, and that's cliche to say, but he's, but it's true. It is so allowed. true. He's he's just he's a wall and he's been a wall and and really he does show up to he shows up in the playoffs when when it matters much and Taylor Hall the guy that you you were mentioning he uh, he in in what should be a, a warning shot to these he wants to stay in Boston. Like he wants to, he wants a long-term deal with them. So we could be dealing with, uh, you know, well, the East could be dealing with Taylor Hall for, for a long time. They need to give him that. to give him what he wants. Yeah. Uh, and I think they will pay him. I think they will, they will make that happen. But yeah, I'm with you. Tukarask is going to be too much. I think that the Islanders to have any hope, as you always say, for it to be a series, one team's got to fail to hold serve on home ice. And Boston is hard to win it's hard to win it. Like it's just the the atmosphere is, is ridiculous and they're going to get to kick off the series at home. I I think it's going to be a sight to see Saturday night. I think people should watch this, you know, hopefully people watch this game, you know, we're airing the day after, so we won't know who, who came out of that. But I, I think Boston takes care of business today, starts off on the right foot. I, th- I think this is going to be a, a, home team hold serve series all the way through. I don't know if there's going to be anybody stealing anything. That's well, kind of the way I look at that.
3: And you're talking about two of the most hardcore fan bases and two of the most iconic venues that you have. in hockey. Right. I know TD gardens, not the old Boston garden and that's fine. Nassau Coliseum is the same damn Nassau Coliseum. It's always been. And right. you, if you watch that P- Pittsburgh series, they played a huge role in turning that series around. Even game three, when they, when the penguins won, it was that crowd that really turned around. But I, yeah, I mean goaltending. We've talked about it. I lamented. That's why the Cavs were going to lose to Boston. I'm adamantly convinced. Had Henrik Lundqvist played in that series, it might have been different because I think he would have added something. Maybe not, but anyway, yeah. So we're we're right. we're in agreement. Boston and seven or six or well, seven. I'm going seven.
2: All right. Well, I said seven as well. So that brings us to our last uh, matchup in the second round. That um, game will take place on uh, Sunday, and that is between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Carolina Hurricanes. First of all, Carolina, heck of a way to finish off that series, uh, was really in kind of a dogfight and, and one that I didn't expect them to get out of Nashville. So good on them. Tampa Bay, They, I, I said this at the very beginning of the season, they just always look so damn fast. Like they just—they look so fast, and I think that speed—that speed is going to kill. I think it's going to kill Carolina. I don't think Carolina is going to keep up. I think that Tampa Bay is going to be back on track to getting to quote unquote the conference finals or whatever they're calling it, the semifinals. I think they're going to take care of business against Carolina. I think they're going to win in six, and I think that uh, it's just going to be—they're going to be. They're, they're gonna be Kind of like Colorado just sort of overwhelms teams, I think they're gonna overwhelm Carolina at the end and take care of business and they're gonna they're gonna move on,
3: yeah, I tend to agree with you uh, I think I think Carolina can match them in speed, they can't match them in skill and and that's where the the big difference is you've got Nikita Kucherov who's playing who you know got that ugly injury or that bad penalty in game I think it was five um right and or game four, one of them, but Stamkos is playing well. You know, Tampa Bay just beat a damn good Florida team. a very fast Florida team, a team that would have gone deep in a lot of these other divisions. And they took them out in six and they shut them out in the final game. And Florida was noted, to be nobody to be trifled with. Carolina got a very stiff challenge from Nashville, which was surprising after the way the first two games went. But, that one really, but for some heroics from Jordan Stall, uh, you know that one. I think it's Jordan Stall, Eric. I get the brothers confused, but I think it was Jordan. Um, <laughs> there's too many brothers. I, I too it's many like, brothers. Was, was it Jordan or what is it, Eric? I don't. Know. But he he. he one
2: guy?
3: But other than some heroics from one of the Stahl brothers, uh, you know that series could have gone differently. Carolina's got a lot of talent. They just, I just don't think they've got the skill across all four lines like Tampa does and Tampa's got I like Tampa's goaltending better. Vasilevsky, he can be he can be streaky and he can be a little quirky. But when he's on, boy, is he on. And he was on that last game against Florida. So I tend to agree with you. They're the defending champions. This is a team with a shit ton of playoff experience. Not all of it good, but a lot of experience. And they have seen every kind of scenario you can throw at them. And like I said, they don't always win. I I can attest to that. But they have seen enough that I think there's nothing that Carolina can throw at them that they won't be prepared for. This is a team that really has a good shot at repeating, I would have to say. I mean, if they play Colorado, look out. That's going to be one hell of a series. But I, I tend to agree with you. Too much skill combined with a lot of speed with an edge in goaltending. I'm taking Tampa in six as well.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Well, there you have it, folks. There is our round two predictions as the stanley cup playoffs speed right along i mentioned this before when the playoffs started one of my favorite things about the stanley cup playoffs is there's no real wasting of time between series like one wraps up and they just jump right to the next one and even even if um toronto and montreal goes to seven they get one day off you play your game you get a day off play you play game seven then you get a day off and then congratulations Welcome to the series. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, I'm still confident that Toronto will will move forward and will be taking on Winnipeg. uh, And that's what we'll be talking about next week. But that's going to do it for us for this week, uh, doing our NHL overview. No, your team sucks this week. Let's just focus on the hockey playoffs. I did want to take a quick second and just acknowledge out there, wish everybody – a happy Memorial Day weekend, however you choose to, to, um, to celebrate it. Be sure to honor those who have sacrificed their lives for your country. That's what this weekend is all about. And it's important to remember why we get Monday off. And it's, it's for those that have died for us. So that's going to be my well wishes in that regard. Before we go, Dave, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs?
3: You can find me on Twitter at attitude. Ag, that is at attitude. A-G-G, and on Facebook.com slash attitude of aggression. And my burner account of course is at Ray loves Fern Gully.
2: Oh geez. Now you're bringing bandwagon nerd <laughs> jokes into the chair shot radio. You can follow me on the Twitter at wrestling realist that is at w-r-e-s-t-l-n-g-r-e-a-l-i-s-t you can listen to myself and Dave every Sunday for chair shot radio every Monday, where we are joined by the aforementioned Ray cash, as well as PC Tunney, the chairman himself uh, to talk nerd stuff, bandwagon nerds. You can also catch me every Wednesday on the baby face heel podcast with Craig DeMarco and Miranda Morales. That's going to do it for this week's edition or this Sunday edition of chair shot radio. Be sure to listen to chair shot radio every morning at 6 a.m. right here on the chair shot radio, part of the chair for David, Ungar. Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week for your NHL coverage here on the ChairShot Radio.